Hey, welcome to Toon Time, bringing you Newcastle news and transfer rumours. So this is a post-match review for the game against Brighton yesterday. Thankfully, it ended now. Now it was um watching the game. It was tough. You know, you could see the players were suffering a bit with the heat. You know, I think it affected Brighton as well. But as I'm going to naturally be more biased, you could see that um that Newcastle was struggling quite a bit. You know, players were doing uncharacteristic things, and uh, the performance. We had moments of um, where we showed the quality, but for the most part, it was quite disjointed. And thankfully, Nick Pope and the defence made themselves counted when it was necessary, showing that, um, that coolness and composure under fire, which um, Brighton brought quite a bit, especially in the second half. In the first half, it was a lot more even. And I thought, oh, even though we were playing quite poorly, that if we make it into the second half, then we can push on. Maybe have a bit of a rejig. Eddie Howe speak to the players, you know, get them focusing and making certain um, movements and moving the ball in certain ways. But it just, it was just really disjointed. Um, I, I don't, it's just one of those things. It maybe is to do with the way um, Brighton went out of their way to nullify our keepers like Bruno and um, Joe Linton, the way that they pressed them really effectively. So there's a lot of pressure on them. And um, and Bruno yesterday was, he was, he just looks really out of sorts, to be honest. There were times where he was just making these passes that didn't make any sense. And he was just, you know, a, a bit slower than usual. The, the passes he's making a bit shorter. And holding onto the ball too long. He still showed that he's got the ability and everything but for the most part yesterday he wasn't great but that could be said of most of the um of midfield and the attacking players you know the only the play comes out with the most glory from those players is probably Miguel Almiron he done a lot of running yesterday but um he's still showing that lack of end product which has been lacking for quite a while but you can see he's getting a lot more confidence I remember in the first half that uh, a pass was pulled back to him and he took a shot on that previously he wouldn't have. He would have been wondering who I can pass to or maybe if I'd carry the ball a bit closer to goal. He, he took the responsibility, so it was great to see that from him. You can see that he's growing more um, comfortable in his game. And long may that continue, you know. Alright, um, so on to the game. So... Thankfully, we got that point. It's a good away point against a quite well-disciplined and balanced Brighton team. So, it's just that we seemed quite apprehensive at times and the, the passing and movement was not quite there. It's just, one, it's just early season jitters, you can put it down to. It was nothing like how we played against Nottingham Forest. We just seemed... Like um, we just fell into Brighton's game plan, and there was no adjustments made by the players or or they how it's just it's one of those things. It's, sometimes you have games like that where things don't necessarily fall into place for you, where the plan doesn't fully work. So 
you just have to just be able to um, hold them off. And that's what we've done throughout the game, to be honest. Even though we did concede quite a few chances and the defence really did have to step up. So, um, looking at some of the players yesterday, I've already said that Bruno was quite sloppy at times. Joe Linton, um, he was okay in the first half, but he also showed times where he was making poor decisions. And he definitely made a poor decision in that second half when he let his aggression get the best of him and managed to get that yellow card, which effectively nullified him. After that, he didn't really have much say in the game as he has to pull back. So hopefully um, Adele can help him address that, that he has to control his, his aggression. And even though Sally March got under his skin, don't you don't have to necessarily react to it. The way that you do it is you take the um the game by the scruff of its neck and that that's the way to really show your aggression i feel anyway when you're a player don't fall into players traps because silent march was more than happy for that to happen i can i feel as from the sentiment folders you're in the thick of it he's on the wing so he's unlikely to have to face any more tackles or challenges where he's gonna have to necessarily go um, in with sliding tackles or or be overly aggressive and in centre midfield especially in a hard fought game like that you are going to have those 50-50 challenges and from there on Jolinton has essentially had to pull back on everything so hopefully he can start to control his aggression a bit more because it's great to see at times but he was there pushing everybody yesterday and he was looking at the referee didn't just say you know what you're coming off the pitch mate because Pushing Sally March is one thing, but then he just carried on. And it's like he he didn't have that control within himself just to say, all right, I've shown that they know that I'm not, not a player to be messed with, but then you got to pull it back in. And I feel like over the next few weeks, referees might start clamping down on him a bit more. And he's got to start realising that there are times for it. And you can't just necessarily throw your weight around all of the time. Nick Pope was a colossus for us yesterday. He made a number of great saves. He's um he's proven that it was a good signing, and Eddie Hale's made the right choice so far. So we have to be thankful that he put in a performance like that. The defense in general, the um, the coach reasonably well with what was thrown at them. And the times when they had to make those after line clearances, they showed composure because there were times like Kieran Trippier's one and Fabian Shaw, where if they made a wrong movement, they could end up scoring their own goal. Especially Kieran Trippier, where he stayed really composed and you saw that the ball went mostly over the line, but he still managed to salvage it. So that was good to see that even under heavy pressure, they could hold it together. Especially Kieran Trippier because he did struggle a bit at times defending. Especially when that um, Matoma came on. He gave him a lot of trouble. You know, he looks quite good at Matoma for Brighton. So, he'll be interesting to see how he develops in the Premier League. And there were times where he had to beat enough Trippier. But even though Trippier saw that was happening, he still was trying to hold his line. And make him, force him to go down the line and have to go around him. So he's still showing those fundamental defending aspects of his game. Um, 
Sven Batman he had his first start for the club yesterday as well and he looked quite good. He was solid and he was making the um he was winning his headers pretty much and being just being solid. He wasn't able to showcase his skills on the ball so much yesterday, but that will come. Um Dan Byrne had to play left back yesterday. He wasn't that great to be honest going forward, but defensively he was he was Dan Byrne, that consistency that has been showing since he's been at Newcastle. Thankfully came through to the fore yesterday. You know, unfortunately the the attacking aspect of his left back duties uh, left a lot to to be um looked at but defensively he was great. He made one excellent challenge in the box and one excellent interception. That um as well as over times where he's winning the ball. You know, he was he, he was good Dan Byrne yesterday, out of position because you can see his preferred position is this, as a centre back. So it's probably if Matt Target's available next week that Sven Batman will go back to the bench and um Dan Byrne will, will return to the centre back uh berth. Fabian Shaw was quite good as well and he made his contributions known throughout the game. As well as um showcasing a bit of his on the ball abilities. But for the most part he was on he was he was unfortunate on the back foot. But he showed the ability to step up to it. Attacking wise it was um it wasn't great to be honest. It was, there was a lot to be to des de desired. Um Sam Maximum didn't have his best game. I've seen comments where he's been called out quite heavily. But for me, he tried to remain positive for the most part. You know, he's still trying to make runs. You can see he's trying to get his head up more. But there were a couple of times in the first half where he would beat his man and then he would just cut it back. And that's great. But he's got to try and make certain that truthfully his players should have been running to the area where he was cutting it back. But for some reason those forward runs weren't being made from the midfield. And um he was cutting it back to nobody. So he was trying. But both it was just unfortunately he wasn't coming together for him and due to Dan Byrne not having doing that much attacking wise so he wasn't getting that overlap there were times where that ability to um cover him so Brighton knew he was pretty much always going to cut inside or he was going to be forced to just pull it back as they knew they didn't have to worry about the, the overlap as much so hopefully it was probably not going to be seen as much as we're playing Man City next week but in the future games when he's got Matt Target back he'll have that option after overlap or hopefully maybe Jamal Lewis comes back and proves himself a capable deputy to Matt Target and can offer that that um, attacking option for Sam Maximan when he's making the run in when he's cutting inside the nose defenders have to worry about the, um, the outside run um, Miguel Amran as I said earlier was quite good he does like that end product but he's been a lot more positive, he's making those runs, he's getting into himself into dangerous positions so long may that continue. Um, Callum Wilson, he had a goal disallowed which shouldn't have been as the ball, they tried to say it was a high foot but he reached the ball before Lewis Dunk and Lewis Dunk did, his foot was a bit high but Lewis Dunk also tipped his head towards the towards his foot so it was a bit of a 50-50 for me. but. 
uh, it's understandable that referees will tend to um, try and curb that type of play as head injuries are a big issue, which which there should be. But they are a big issue and referees have to just err on the side of caution. You know, they have to say, you know what, we don't want players putting their feet that high and potentially injuring a fellow professional by kicking them in the head. So that was understandable. But it was a good fin well, it would have been a good finish for him, but he's looked a bit off call in the first two games. But I think it will come, he's getting his rhythm. The this attack is still coming together. So we just have to bide our time and eventually we start seeing Callum Wilson like he was toward the back end of last season. We feel the world spoken about Bruno having those moments of slappiness which aren't like him and I think he'll be refocused as he's already tweeted that um, he was disappointed in his f performance but we got the points we got the points and you know that game's happened we've got to move forward now Joe Linton he needs to think about having that type of co controlled aggression because if he does that does get his aggression under control he becomes an infinitely even more effective player than he's already been for us since um, last November since he's been playing in the centre mid position uh, Joel Willock he was a bit of a passenger yesterday you know but you can see that um, he's still developing his role within the team he's still trying to understand what he's supposed to um, produce you know he's, he's been He's, he's just trying to find that balance between attack and defense and I think he'll eventually find it and you know and, and it's just a matter of time so once he strikes that balance and knows when to make his deep these, those late runs that um, were part and parcel of his when he first come to Newcastle it, it will eventually come but it's just having those that duality where he has to know where to balance him, where, where to position himself so he can be effective in going forward and in the defensive manner as well. So all, overall, like I said, it was a disjointed performance but the team came through it effectively, cut the draw. We, there were times the Brighton's finishing was also poor but the team stepped up t to, the, um, to the plate basically. Nick Pope, Colossus in goal, the defence made the... Um, interceptions and clearances that they had to and we had a little bit of luck as well but that's what has to happen sometimes you know this time last season a game like that would have lost but they stayed together even though they knew they were struggling and they came through with the result hopefully the, um, those attacking reinforcements come in soon to give a bit more quality off the bench especially or just to add that competition so everyone knows that you're not assured of a spot and uh yeah it's on to next week against man city which is going to be really difficult you're going to be spending a lot of time without the ball but anyhow we'll have a plan to counter attack them and uh yeah it's, it's just something to look forward to it's a hard challenge but that's why the club's in the premier league to to face the best that the country's got to offer and show that we can more than a match it. So um, that's all I have for today. 
Once again, thank you for listening, wherever you are. Have a good morning, afternoon, evening or night. Peace.